Have you noticed the prevalence of 4x4 photos in scrapbooking recently? For a while now, I've been seeing them everywhere, and I admit it, I am fully in love. Maybe it's because many of those hazy, orangish photos of my childhood, you know, from the 70s, are that same size. Or maybe because it's so easy to put a square picture onto a square page. Whatever the reason, 4x4s seem to be here to stay, and I'm all in favor of that. Welcome to 10 Minutes in Scrapbooking. This is episode 6. I'm calling it 100 New Things. Today I really am going to keep us in the neighborhood of 10 minutes, but I understand if you have reason to not believe that. <laughs> the use of 4x4 prints seems to be a rising trend in memory crafting circles. Have you noticed? Clearly, Instagram has contributed heavily to the increasing popularity of the square image, but I really love them because they are so dang easy. The smaller size doesn't allow room for fussiness, but what it does allow for is the easy alignment of three pictures across a 12 by 12 page. Even I can't mess up that design. Four by fours are also easy to group into an eight by eight block and leave one open spot for journaling and embellishment and call it good. It doesn't get more clean and simple than that. But today I wanna to talk about a tiny little project that I completed with all four by four pictures it's a mini album titled 100 New Things in 2017. In 2017, I came to realize that I was in a rut, both in my creative life and in my real life as a wife and mom. We were finally well settled into life in Texas, and I'm someone who naturally tends toward the attention deficit side of things. Maybe you've noticed we only talk for 10 minutes a week. I get bored easily. And in the early part of 2017, I was struggling with a kind of mini midlife foray into the question of, is this really all there is? After a little bit of wallowing and a brief but perspective-altering trip to see the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia, I realized that I could use my hobby to document my way out from under the dark clouds. Plot twist, this is neither the first nor the last time that documenting has been instrumental in the maintenance of mental health for me. One of the most valuable things I do to maintain a mostly healthy outlook on life, no matter how hard it may be, is to use the task of scrapbooking and documenting as a reminder of the good, interesting, uplifting, exciting, right and powerful things in my life. I also use scrapbooking as a tool to process the difficult and control the challenges as best I can. At the time, I was a mom who was spending a little too much time in the drop-off and pick-up lines at school, and I needed to remember that being someone's mom wasn't the only thing I was good at, especially at a time when he seemed to be needing me less and less. This little project is certainly one of the simplest and one of the most personally rewarding scrappy projects I've ever done, which is why I want to talk about it here today. I think these special times in which we are living call for an added dose of self-care, care towards oneself, and in some cases, scrapbooking can be one provision of care that you can use and provide for yourself, and it's easy to manage. Hear me say this, I'm only a consumer when it comes to mental health issues, and I want to be responsible to say 
that if you are someone who is facing a mental health issue, whether it be minor or crisis level, please seek professional medical attention. I share these personal experiences with you only as a creative who has faced some difficult life circumstances and as someone who has also sought the counsel of professionals and those with similar life experiences from time to time as needed. There is no reason to struggle alone. Restlessness and depression are treatable, and when fear tells you that no one else understands your particular brand of limitation, it's time to ask for help. Now back into our story. We know that one of the ways to combat boredom and alleviate apathy is to intentionally and regularly wrap yourself up until you are lost in something new. Make it a habit to keep trying new things, as ironic as that sounds. Embrace new paths, go on new adventures, stay out of the rut by forcing your brain into new tasks, new ideas, and new experiences. I found a small bird egg blue ring album by We Are Memory Keepers and a few packs of page protectors on sale at the scrapbook store, and I took that as a sign. My 100 New Things album would find its home in this easy-to-accomplish, uncomplicated 4x4 format, one I had never worked with before. New thing alert. Until this time, I had never really done an ongoing year-long project of this kind. New is good, right? Yes. For most of the year, about once or twice a week, I would take a tour through my camera roll and see what pictorial evidence of anything new I could find there. This project was not one I planned out ahead of time. I did not say, I need more photos for the New Things album, so we must go and do something new today. That would seem inauthentic. Instead, I tried to have a richness of life, something that inspired me, and then I could look back later and see what I had done that could be classified as new thing. There are the obvious categories of new. Books, music, food, movies, media, new places to visit. After a while, I expanded into some other categories, things like new habits, new rituals, new people who came into my life, new meaning found in old places, new crafty experiences, new health goals. Because that was riveting information. Through the course of the year, I found 117 new things to document in this album. I intentionally kept the design of the pages very minimalistic. The photo on the right and the explanation, if needed, on the left. I printed the 4x4 photos to include the white border so that even matting the pictures wouldn't be necessary. I used watercolor paper for the section dividers and some generous smushes of watercolor inks for added interest. This is not an album that I made for the purpose of sharing with other people. It was really just for my own personal benefit. It wasn't exhaustive. It does not account for all the new things we did in 2017. Just a random sampling that could be backed up with photos. It reminded me of several things. It reminded me that scrapbooking is a simple process and that I often overthink my memory keeping practices. It reminded me in a very tangible way that despite the challenges, life is good and I have much for which I can be grateful. It also reminded me that there are many, many ways to scrapbook. 
trying out this new to me super small format was very different from my usual experience. And the process of grouping my photos into those different less than obvious categories was an exercise I'd never done before. Another new thing. In many ways, this very tightly focused album project widened the scope of my whole scrapbooking experience. And it certainly inspired me to work and look for other, less linear ways to document all kinds of life experiences. If you're just dying to see a few of the pages from the 100 New Things in 2017 mini album, you can join me in our Facebook group called 10 Minutes in Scrapbooking or on the blog at 10minutesinscrapbooking.blogger.com. So I checked to be sure. It's true that all the major photo printers, Impix, Walgreens, Shutterfly, Snapfish, Persnickety Prints, and Amazon are now offering 4x4 as a regular print size option. I first discovered the wonder of the 4x4 photo in 2017 when I first ordered prints through the Social Print Studio app as an experiment. I was going through a period of dissatisfaction with the quality of prints I was getting locally and looking for something more convenient, something that would show up in my mailbox in a timely manner and something that was of excellent quality. Side note, I have zero interest in home printing. Enter Social Print Studio, a boutique photo print lab from San Francisco, California. Be aware, ordering prints through Social Print is like no other experience in photo printing I've ever had. My order arrived in carefully prepared packaging Oh, the luxurious quality of those prints. It was like no other I've ever experienced. All the special details made opening that first order something I wanted to repeat over and over again. Social Print Studio offers unique sizes and styles of prints, not often found in the online printing world. Orders of 4x4 prints are done in batches of 24 for $12, and the white border is optional. You all know I love a white border, right? At 50 cents per print, I'm careful about what I order through Social Print Studio, but there is no higher quality print service that I have found. I love the matte finish and the ease with which I can use their app. If you haven't ventured into the world of luxury prints, I suggest doing so with Social Print Studio, especially for their 4x4 print size. Now, I do understand that spending 50 cents a print is a bit of a leap for people who are used to the free print deal or the one cent print deal. These are not like those prints. Please know that you can feel the difference in print quality on photos printed by SPS. The photo stock is about three times the thickness of a normal print, and the finish is very matte. There is no shine at all. I keep a file on my phone called like no other photos. Only the super special gasp out loud photos go into this file and eventually they will all get printed by Social Print Studio. If you have a unique or eye-opening project that you would like to talk about in a future episode of 10 Minutes in Scrapbooking, 
you can get in touch with me through the Facebook page or the blog. I would love to talk to you about your favorite scrapbook project. In episode 7, I'm going to give you a short list of ideas for using those food pictures that people claim to be endlessly annoyed by. Let's switch it up and see if we can use them as memory markers. I can't wait to see you then. Thank you.